Welcome to the Spooky Dookie Podcast, the only horror podcast for you social outcasts. Hosted by us, I'm Derek. I'm Mike. And we just seen 1983's Sleepaway Camp. Uh, Mike's seen this movie before, and I surprisingly never seen it. I've never even heard of it until That's I got weird. like, yeah, I never heard of it until I got Prime Video like two months ago, and I saw it on there. And then I didn't watch it, but then like all of a sudden I just see it. Uh, a lot of people talk about it on social media. A lot of people suggested it to us. It makes a lot of sense. It's a cult classic. It's a, it's a good one. It's one of my favorites. I think. Really. Yep. <laughs> um, I don't even know where to start with this movie. This movie, most people I think have seen it. Well, at least most horror buffs have. But for the general audience, I'm just going to say off the bat that I'm going to rate this spooky and I'm going to suck this movie's dick. Because it's... I, I don't even know where to... You're right. I don't even know where to start. Like, oh... So, this movie's so fucking weird. If you haven't seen this movie, uh, of course there's gonna be spoilers, and I highly years. recommend you watch this movie. It's, it's on YouTube. Um, the whole movie is on YouTube. Um, I feel like I enjoyed this movie better because I went in not knowing anything about it. Somehow, <laughs> uh, I. I originally watched it. Everyone just told me the same thing I told you. Uh, do you remember that I told you that there was a big twist? No. Okay, good. <laughs> so this movie is a... Is this considered like a slasher? Yeah, of course. Okay. Um. Oh, man. I don't even know where to start. It's so mind-boggling, this movie. Well, let's start off with the, be- the, the opening scene. I, that really confused me a lot, <laughs> just to open the scene. Yeah, it was weird. It seemed like in the beginning it wasn't, like, why? These I two... thought I was watching the wrong movie. No, you, you were watching the <laughs> right movie. I just, it was very, oh, whatever. I, I didn't like that opening scene. Okay, so in the opening scene, these uh, this family is, I guess, all on this little boat, and they're playing around. It's a daughter, uh, a son, and a dad. And they're all just, you know, having a good time. They push the dad into the water. Ha 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 ha. And then here comes these two dumbass teenagers. One's a lifeguard. The other one, I don't even know what she is. Um, she's like, come on, let me tr- drive the boat. And he's she's like, let me drive the boat. And he's like, no, I'm going to get in trouble. And he's, and she's like, please. And he's like, ho, ho, all right. And then uh, she was driving it fine, but she's driving it straight towards the children and the dad who are swimming in the water. And then she accidentally hits like the turbo or something. And then she, uh, uh, runs over, uh, the dad and what it seems to be both children, but that'll come in later. Uh, and then I also, I hated the, the girl who was on the jet, not jet seat, the water skis, mm-hmm. uh, man, she was so unconvincing screaming that they just died. She's like, someone help them! Like, it just sounded like so insincere. Whatever, that's the opening scene, um, which then leads us to a bunch of buses pulling up to a camp. And, well, actually, no. Before that is uh, two children coming downstairs and greeted by their mom saying, you know, go, you're going to the camp. And it's the first time that 
uh, this, uh, what's her name? Angela. Angela, her first time she's going to camp, and her cousin Ricky, which I don't know if you caught, she referenced when she got ran over. Like, before that, she's like, oh, is cousin Ricky coming? And they're like, nah, he's with his dad. Uh, no, I didn't hear that. Wow. <laughs> it was a, dude, they planted a lot of seeds that turned out to mean a lot. And then, uh, so the mom says, okay, before I forget, she seems a little off the wall, a little weird. Yeah. And she's like, okay, here's the your physicals. Just don't tell anyone I uh, did it, uh, uh, did this physical for you. She's a doctor. Apparently, she's not allowed to do that. And he's, and Ricky's like, uh, nah, you're good. And then Angela says nothing, just stares blankly. They get on a bus. They go on down to the camp. Ricky is then greeted by his friend. Uh, what's the blonde kid's name? Was it, was it Paul or was it Ronnie? No, nah, Ronnie's a camp counselor. Was it Paul? I think it's Paul. He's greeted by Paul. He's like, hey, man, good to see you in 80s fashion. And he says hi to Angela. Angela says nothing back. And he's like, yo, Ricky, you can't, you got to uh, see, uh, oh, man, now I got to remember her name. Is she, is she Jen? It's, who is she? Wait, which one? Zach's girlfriend. I think it starts with a J. Uh, Judy? 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 Julie? Judy. We probably should read over some of these characters right quick before I go any deeper. Um, Shorts of a J, I know it. Brunette? Yeah. Yeah, Judy. And what's the other? Oh, the other girl's Meg. Okay. Yeah, Meg so, is the bitch. <laughs> they're all bitches. This is a terrible camp. Um, <laughs> You ever notice like in 80s and 90s, maybe even 70s camp like movies, all the camp counselors like don't care about the kids and they kind of bully them and abuse them. <laughs> is that what camp actually is? I never went to camp. Oh, you never went to camp? Yeah, no. I, I went to camp. Uh, it wasn't a good time. I mean, it wasn't for an entire summer though. Like this, this was only for a week and it was awful. I hated it. Were the counselors and the like people looking after you dicks? Um... They didn't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so concerning. Yeah, <laughs> they're looking after a bunch of kids right. in like I don't even know where your camp was, but if you're going like hiking or any it was of those in things, in the middle of the woods, middle of nowhere. It was that's awful. Yeah, you got to get people who actually <laughs> like kids. Like, come on, or maybe a little bit older because they seem like teenagers. Yeah, in this movie, people, our camp counselors were like teenagers. Fuck that! No, yeah. I'm not letting no teenager <laughs> look after me. <laughs> Anywho, okay. So back to where I was. They get off the bus, uh, greeted by Paul. He says hi to Angela. Angela says nothing. And then he says to Ricky, hey, you got to see Judy. And then put like his hands near his chest and like suggested that her boobs got big. And he's like, nice. <laughs> and he runs away, which he then sees Judy, uh, Ricky. He's like, hey, Judy. And she like, shapes like shrugs him off and he's like okay too good for me now huh and i can't remember what happened after that i guess they all go into their uh their uh living quarters right uh i think so i don't know um which yes i think they all go into their little camping hut things those things have names um didn't go to camp still i don't know either way all the girls are like uh you know getting their stuff out, unpacking, and then Angela's just sitting on the bed staring at Judy, and she won't stop. And Judy's like, okay. <laughs> and then the other uh, camp counselor, Meg, is like, kind of like, wow, this one's missing a couple of screws. And then there's another camp counselor, I guess like a co or like underneath her, 
She's a, she's the only nice one. And what is her name? I hate this. I hate this. Is it Mel? No, Mel's the old dude. Why am I stupid? Why am I stupid? Why are we doing a podcast? <laughs> I guess she's not that important right now. She don't really serve that much purpose besides being, you know, every once in a while, like, hey, Angela, it's okay. It, this movie was so hard for me in the beginning because I just, it was so many characters to yeah. keep up with. And it was just too much for me. <laughs> Anywho, uh, they all eventually meet at the rec hall for like, I guess like a, hey, welcome to camp thing. Right. And these bully boys, which I'm not going to remember any of their names, uh, and I don't actually care because they don't really mean that much, right. all go up to Angela like, hey, you should come skinny dipping with us. Like basically as like a, pr- a prank because they know that she's weird because she hasn't talked once. She doesn't eat right. anything. She just stares. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, they, they, after Angela doesn't answer them, uh, they get annoyed and start mocking her, saying, like, what's wrong with you? And then Ricky comes over and is like, get out of here, I'll kill you! Like a <laughs> typical 80s Italian. A lot of, yo, the yo, 80s horror movies love, like, stereotypical Italian dudes. Anywho. Uh, later on, the, it cuts to the, I guess, like, the lake or whatever, and they're all going skinny dipping, and they pray, play a prank on this one girl taking her out to see, see, well, sure. And... He's like, you better watch out for uh, water snakes. Yeah, yeah, water snakes. And they tip over the boat, and they're like, fuck you, guy. And she swims off. And then, uh, oh, man, I missed an entire... Yeah, uh, the cook. Yeah, yeah. we're going to get to that in one second. I'm going to rewind. I forgot about that, because it really didn't matter, but it was the first kill. kill. Yeah. So the kid is, bully boys underneath the the boat, like, ha-ha, where are you, to the, the other girl who swam away thinking she's still there because he hears something. And then a character, all you see is the back of the head pops up and then strangles him and drowns him. Right. Which they, you know, leave the bully boy at the water because you think he's being a wise ass. Again, they leave him. And uh, later the next day, I guess, like, one of the lifeguards finds him. And I, I love this. Yo, the cinematography is pretty good in this movie. And, like, the scene, like, just his, his fucking corpse, like, it's just there. And then a a fucking snake crawls through his like was it mouth or nose or eye socket just like I think it was eye socket yeah. dude it was so unsettling and so creepy I don't, I don't <laughs> even mind snakes but just the fact that it's just like damn so that kid's dead but before he died Derek I guess you could explain the cook uh yeah so and like Mike said earlier Angela wasn't eating so uh Ronnie Ronnie's the counselor right yeah yeah Ronnie uh, no, she's not eating. So he's like, "Oh well, um, we'll take her to the kitchen, see if she can find something she'll like to eat." For some reason, Ronnie's wearing this like super super tight short short shirt and super super short shorts. That's the eighties, dude. His dick was super visible in those shorts. Um, but yeah, he takes uh Angela to the kitchen. I guess he leaves her with the cook for some yeah. reason, so she can like get something to eat. Like, I guess to the he cook said when ice it... cream. Oh, ice cream. Okay, yeah. So they go to the cooler, and it's just Angela and the cook. And uh, right, yeah. Um, it was like I give you something that you you like, and like he starts unbutting his pants. And while he's unbutting his pants, Ricky comes into the cooler, 
and sees what's happening and uh the cook yells at Ricky is like you ain't seen nothing get out of here so Ricky and Angela both runs out and um I mean I guess that was the end of that scene uh just to show you that the cook is like a fucking creep rapist yeah, pedophile they, uh hinted at he was a pedophile when they first got the bus and all the people who worked there were like watching over the kids running to their like bunks and whatever and he's like wow you know what i call those uh what what do you say baldies something like that like hairless prepubescent teens (laughs) and the other cook is like dude they don't they're not even old enough to know what the hell you're talking about and he starts licking his lips and i'm like oh god you're talking about the black cook yeah you know who that is looks so familiar that's James Earl Jones' father. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Anywho, so they they you know show that he's going to be a creep. A lot yeah. of people on this campus are creeps. We'll get into that. But uh, a figure that is showing the POV shots, which I love, um, of uh, the cook, I guess, in front of like a giant pot boiling. He's pouring yeah, he's, salt in. Yeah, because he's going to make some corn. He's going to boil corn. But uh, first, you got to put salt in the water so the corn won't taste bland. And while he's putting salt in the water, uh, the POV shot of the killer comes behind him and uh, pulls the stool from underneath him. But he catches himself and he's yelling at whoever's there because they don't tell you yet. He's yelling at whoever's there to like help him down. And they're, of course, not helping him down. They want him dead. And... Uh, the killer pulls the stool completely, and the cook falls over while holding on to the boiling pot of water, and the water falls all on him, and that's how he dies. He actually, like, they never but, said he was dead, but they, you know, he was left screaming, like, but we're gonna figure he's dead. It was such an easier way to get out of that, because he was, like, he had both hands on the shelves preventing him from falling. He could've just took one hand and, like, you know, knocked the water over to the side yeah. and then fell over. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> I love this movie because they're always, like, when they see the killer, like, it's you. <laughs> like, they always, they know. It's cool because yeah. they know and we don't. That was, I, I think it's funny. Um, yeah, so now we have two dead people. We have the cook, which I don't remember his name. Don't care. He's a pedophile. Doesn't deserve a name. And one of the bully boys, which doesn't matter. He's already dead within the first, like, 15 minutes. Um, so, Mel. I guess he runs the camp. He owns it. Keeps trying to keep these under wraps because he doesn't want to like have a like pandemonium, pandemonium, and like scare all the campers and have all the parents like never send their kids there again. So he's like, yeah, you know, we're gonna keep this under wraps. They're gonna say like it was a accident, you know, both times. Like, but then Ronnie says to the cop after Mel shuts him up, like that kid was always a good swimmer. I don't know. Like that's weird. So they start to catch on that there might be a killer but mel is kind of in denial about it um man i don't even know where what happens after this they, <laughs> the, the boys kind of bully angela they throw like water balloons at her on a roof yeah and ricky ricky is mad and like says like i'll kill you like, <laughs> like just, i mean good good for him always defending his cousin and he's pretty small too so yeah. uh which then leaves the boys uh cabin or whatever like a shot of them and, he, and one of them's like yeah go, go take a dump i'll meet you on the, the 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 mound or whatever they're gonna play baseball and uh they just show him you know underneath the stall 
reading a, a magazine very fi- viciously. I thought he was going to start masturbating or something. It's like, why are you... <laughs> Whatever. It's a good they read. Sh- they show from behind him as like a screen, and the killer sticks the hand up and starts carving through the, the screen, and he's like, hey, cut it out. It's you. What do you want, you? <laughs> and then you puts a bee's nest in, and before that, the killer put like a broom up against the stall so they could he couldn't get out. Right. Eventually he gets out, but uh it's too late by in. Yeah, I don't know if I think that that like does he like is it known that he was allergic to bees or something? Did I miss something? Because no, I don't know. I didn't hear anything about that. But like I missed a lot of the setups in this movie because I didn't know what to expect. But I know if I watch it the second time, I catch things. Did uh like because those those like beast things were deep. Like it was weird. <laughs> and they just show his face just covered in all the bees. Again, another shot I love. So creepy. Yeah. So that three down, many more to go. Um, after this, Mel is starting to panic and realizes there's a a killer. And he starts to think it's Ricky. Yeah, which is like the obvious choice for the audience to think that it's Ricky. Yeah. And uh I'm trying to think where they went after this. I think this is when Meg might die. Maybe. Meg is the, again, like I said before, if you keep getting confused all these characters, because we know we did, is uh, the lead camp counselor in the woman's cabin thing. And uh, she, for some reason, has a interest in Mel, the owner, who's like an old guy who's really weird and like just grumpy. I don't get it. And that's another pedophilia thing that they're referencing, which is disgusting. And, uh, Meg says, I have a date. And, and they're like, with who? And they're like, eh, none of your business. And then they're like, hey, is the, because the shower's packed out. She's like, hey, is next door's shower still working? And said, yeah. She goes to take a shower. And then, what do you know? The killer shows up and kills her. In a very weird way. Like, the killer doesn't, the killer likes, it seemed like the killer stabbed through the wall and got Meg in the back. Yeah, like, through the spine. Yeah, but like the killer didn't even go in the shower. Like they stabbed through the wall and hit Meg. Like, how did the killer know that Meg would be up against the wall while taking a shower? I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> um, um. So Meg is dead, and then Mel starts going to look around for Meg because they were supposed to have dinner at his uh, house or whatever, whatever yeah. he has there at like nine. He's like, anyone seen Meg? He goes up to Judy, the bitch girl who keeps bullying. Angela and Ricky and Paul, which oh, I'm sorry. While all this is going on, Paul is being very nice to Angela and like getting feelings to her and whatever. And they start like hanging out a lot. And she starts talking finally. Took her like 40 minutes into the movie. And then uh, for some reason, Judy, I guess because she's this, the main attraction at camp with all the boys and Paul's not paying attention to her, gets getting jealous and getting pissed and uh, keeps bullying Angela. Um, Judy then says, like, yeah, she was supposed to meet you. I don't know where she is. And underneath her bed is a boy, one of the bully boys. And uh, he pops out, like, yo, I gotta go. And she's like, fuck you, you chicken shit. (laughs) This movie is just so... Everyone is such a dick. (laughs) And I don't even remember if that kid dies. Probably not. He shows up ever again. (laughs) Yeah, he's why we didn't reference him. He's pretty unimportant. He just was like a side bully. And uh, Mel finds her dead body in the shower, and he's like, I'm going to get you, Ricky. (laughs) (laughs) 
and he goes after looking for Ricky. And while he's looking for Ricky, but it was real weird though, like the way he was talking it pissed to me the off. camera. Yeah, <laughs> it was so Scooby Doo like. Yeah. I don't know, it was so cartoonish. It's just like, yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill Ricky for you, Meg. I'm gonna do it for you, Meg. I'm gonna do it. I'm Meg. I'm doing this for you. It was they just tried so to make it like it was a nervous weird. breakdown, but it just was stupid. <laughs> Yes, I thought that part was bad. Um, well, uh, after the, the chicken shit guy leaves, Judy's all alone reading in the dark. Uh, and uh, she's like, who's in the doorway? And like, okay, it's just you. And just come in here quick and don't turn the lights so we don't have to go to the, I guess there was like a party thing that she skipped out on to make out with that dude. And the character, the killer keeps walking up to her and eventually... Uh, she was doing her hair, actually, at that point, not reading anymore. And she takes the curling iron. I forgot about this scene, which is supposed to be, like, the most infamous scene and ever. And kills her, which I read an interview with the killer, the person who plays them, and mm-hmm. they said, Hey, uh, what do you do with that curling iron? And the person said, I put it up her vagina. Right, yeah. I didn't notice that at first. Is that, like, I noticed it when I watched it. Because she was like wearing just a t-shirt i don't think she had anything on underneath the t-shirt you just see where the curling iron is going <laughs> now judy the bully is dead right okay so is judy the one who was making out with paul yeah we forgot about that okay so uh there's also this whole side story going i don't know if it's a side story but um so Angela likes Paul. Paul likes Angela. Blah blah blah. They're uh, they're dating, and all the bullies are picking on them for dating or whatever. Judy's jealous of Angela, so she is all up on Paul. And um, while they're playing capture the flag, Judy convinces Paul to go into the woods or whatever, and they start making out because Paul is already upset with Angela at this point because. They were making out at night, and as he was trying to unbutton her shirt, she wouldn't let him do it, and she just didn't want to be touched by him. And um, during that scene, there was a flashback of Angela in the bed with her brother. Uh, was it her brother? Oh, and her brother was just pointing at her, and it really threw me off because I thought it was like alluding to her being molested or something. I don't know. I, I was just trying to make sense of the movie at the time. <laughs> but um, so uh, Paul didn't understand why Angela didn't want him to like unbutton her shirt or whatever. And that's why he made out with Judy. And um, as he after all that happened, um, Paul met up with Angela and tried to apologize for her and all this stuff. And Judy came by and was like, oh, wow, Angela, you're still with him. You're very forgiving. Especially after all the things that he told me and like how you're approved and everything. And then Paul walked away after that. And later on, Judy dies. <laughs> yeah, that came first. Oops. Right. Also, I th- uh, we're approaching, I guess, the crescendo of it all. Where it starts to get really violent very fast. I okay. never understood. One of the camp counselors, Eddie, takes... Um, actually, this happened before. Let's put that on hold. Um... They think that Angela doesn't want to shower in front of them or go in the water in front of them for some reason because she's underdeveloped or something. Somebody thought she was gay, too. Yeah. So Meg, the great 
lead women's counselor takes her over her shoulder and throws her in the water <laughs> as Mel is grabbing Ricky saying, I know you did it. I know you did it. And he's like, get off me. And like they eventually the lifeguard and Ricky get her out of the water. And that's that. It was, it was funny uh, one scene because uh, Meg was telling Angela, like, why don't you take showers with us? You probably don't even have hair down there, and the whole time I'm thinking, I'm just like, uh, I'm pretty sure most girls nowadays don't have hair under there. So times have changed since the yeah. '80s. <laughs> so, um, get back to camp counselor Ronnie. He has to. Everyone is off uh, from castling that day, but he has to take his little troop to go camping up in the woods, and they start trying to go to sleep. And they're all, all his kids are coming, like, I'm cold, I want to go home. He's like, fine, I'll go get the car. And as he's gone, the killer, I don't understand why the killer killed these kids. Is there a reason? Not that I know of. So Ronnie comes back, and they're all bloody and dead in their sleeping bags, like four of them. I'm like, I didn't see that coming. Uh, usually, uh, like, I felt like some sort of a reason. <laughs> and Were they, they the kids that threw the water balloons? Maybe. But they look tiny. They were child children. Oh. Maybe it was the children. No, uh, never mind. Maybe I'll get into that later. But um, so Ronnie starts freaking Eddie. I'm sorry. What the fuck? I don't know. Their names are too similar. They're all Italian. <laughs> Eddie starts running back to camp like everyone's dying, and they all start just like freaking out, try to grab every person they can to save the children, get them in their bunks. And they're like, right. Ricky's missing. This one's missing. That one's missing. This one's missing. And uh, the cop. Was, was there before, oh like in a couple God. <laughs> His mustache. <laughs> he c- goes into the bunks to check in, and he's like, Yo, Meg is dead, Judy's dead, just stands there with a blank face, and all the counselors stand there with a blank face. And they all start, uh, Ronnie, yes, and the good camp counselor, female camp, camp counselor, go looking for Ricky and Angela, who are missing, which they find Ricky passed out in the woods because earlier. <laughs> Which, uh, Mel, uh, the old man, finds him and beats the shit out of him. Very, yeah, very like right after he finds Meg, Mel yeah. f- finds Ricky because Ricky, um, he was sick and he missed the social, and he stopped by at the social to pick up something to eat. And on his way back to his cabin, that's when Mel saw Ricky walking by himself, and Mel just beat the fuck out of Ricky, <laughs> like he clobbered him. That was, was pretty funny. So and, uh, well, go ahead, man. Um, and then Mel, he runs away after beating the shit out of uh, Ricky. And he runs right in front of a archery uh, range because he's right in front of a bullseye target thingy. And he gets, he looks up and he's like, hey, you, what are you doing it here? It can't be you. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets shot in the neck with an arrow. So, but yeah, so Eddie and uh, Judy. Now nah, Judy's Judy's the. All right, bitch. Eddie and uh, whoever. We can't, we can't figure out her name. Oh, okay. Yeah, Eddie or whoever finds. There'll that. be clips. Oh, don't worry, you'll know the faces. <laughs> so yeah, Eddie and whoever finds uh Ricky on the ground, just laying there, and you think he's dead, but then he starts coughing. So Ricky's still alive. Um. They pick him up and they take him somewhere. They're, they're oh. still trying to look for Angela. Right. Okay. And um, also, you forgot about this. Um, Paul 
saw Angela before the social and he asked can uh he was like can you ever forgive me and Angela was like okay meet me by the lakeside uh after the social so that's where Ricky Eddie and that random girl go they go to the lakeside to find Angela and Angela is sitting there completely naked wait that's because they she, she said let's go skinny dip he's like dip. Yeah. he's like all right finally gee willikers yeah. <laughs> and they cut away and that's when they find um ricky ronnie and lead female camp counselor Cody, whatever <laughs> approaching and they're like angela like and they're not she's not answering she's just singing sitting naked on the beach so disturbing <laughs> um yeah she's just sitting there holding um paul's head caressing him the singing back towards the camera and uh she gets up and she's holding eddie's head severed head paul's head um what'd you say paul's head i mean yeah paul's severed head and uh <laughs> that's just <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um we whatever. can't we can't sh- describe how weird the scene is so um yeah there's the twist yeah uh angela stands up and she has a big slinging penis (laughs) (laughs) between her legs (laughs) and it's so funny because the characters uh eddie and the other girl um they don't even react to paul's head being ripped off and angela being the killer they're just like she was a dude the whole time. Like that that's all they got out of it. <sighs> um Yeah, so remember that. the scene in the very beginning where it was a boy and a girl and their fa- and their father got hit by the bu- the boat the- by the two stupid teenagers? Well it turns out one of them survived and it wasn't the daughter, it was the son. And he went to go live with their aunt. And her aunt already had a uh, a son, which is Ricky, so she wanted a girl, and she made Peter mm-hmm. dress up as a girl and changed her name to Angela, which also means angel. I, I don't think so, but whatever. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. They think that the whole movie, you think that it's the the little girl survived, and she's now living with Ricky and the the aunt. Right. But it turns out that nah, man, like the girl died and the dad died, and it's just Peter as Angela, and and the end with that reveal is just so like it, he's making just animalistic noise naked with his oh, face it frozen, was looking so disturbing. That's like, right. That that's threw why, me that's... off because this whole movie was so goofy to me, and then that ending, I'm just like. Uh, I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> and they just end the movie on his face. It's it, so with the counselor staring like it's a boy. It, it's a damn. It's such a creepy movie. That ending was great. I told you it was worth. It. That's why it's like, dude, <laughs> Quentin not Quentin Tarantino. Shyamalan has nothing on this this movie. Like, damn, what a twist that was. Yeah, because the whole time I knew she was a killer because it was just so obvious to me. But her being a dude was just like. 
so left field it was impossible to like predict that. <laughs> They've had um, a lot of context clues with her not getting in the water. And you you brought up the fact that uh her aunt gave them physicals. I didn't know that. So yeah. that makes sense. Okay. That's crazy. And, and like he was I guess just okay, I accept it. Like he he knew. He didn't tell his friend Paul that tactically that was Peter. <laughs> Um, yeah, what a crazy ride that movie is. One thing I didn't get when, uh, Angela's flashing back and she's hit her, which I guess would be him and his sister. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's his, their dad, right? Are you sure that's her brother? I feel like they gotta be maybe Ricky. Either way, and, and her, her her and Ricky sees them making out, and that I feel like, yeah, I think okay. yeah, that brought up the divorce. Yeah, maybe either way, that was uh, I didn't understand that. Yeah, is that what made him gay? Think about it. I don't know. <laughs> could be in, in your in your development years when you're a kid, you could be like, well, I saw this, it kind of traumatized me, and now kind of like men. That's a touchy subject that I'm not willing to touch. Yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> it's um, damn. I'm glad you kind of carried this movie with explaining it because right after I finished watching this, I watched Sleepaway Camp 2. And <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that. I, was I heard that they're horror up. comedies and they replaced uh, Angela with a new actor. Yeah, they did. Um, an older woman. They uh, are trying to make a what they call a rebootcle, rebootcle, which is they reboot it, kind of like Halloween, where oh, yeah, they yeah. they continue it, but they're rebooting it. You know what I mean? They're it's like it's, it's weird, and it's been trying to go on for like years, and I hope it happens. So it'd be like Halloween, where it takes like all of those movies wouldn't be canon, only first one. Yeah, yeah so that would be cool. Well. Uh yeah, I carried this one, so you're carrying the next two. But um, <laughs> I gotta carry two because <laughs> okay, we'll meet in the middle on one of them. But all right, so yeah, as you can see, I thought it was spooky. I'm guessing you thought it was spooky. How could you uh, not? Really? Uh, <laughs> okay, go ahead. Fine. I don't. See, this it? is the thing because we got two. We only got two rankings: spooky or dookie. I, I, I should have thought about this before we started recording. I mean, because I just watched it this morning, so I didn't get time to let it digest. So I guess I can just keep talking and like regurgitate like what my thoughts of the movie is until I get a clear yeah, consistency of whether I'm feeling a dookie from you because it would be it would <laughs> just I just feel like it would have been automatic dookie. I feel like you only got anything out of the last fifteen minutes, and the rest of it was dookie to you. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, I mean, I guess, like, I have to look at it through a different lens because this is an older movie. So, like, um, this is 83. So, this is definitely revolutionary. For, like, but, man, the acting is weird. It's basically Chopping Mall. If you gave it a good twist. Oh, uh, no. No, it's not It's not as bad as Chopping Mall. <laughs> um, 
It had good kills. Yeah, I guess I'll give it a spooky. Um, you, need, you need like a round of applause effect right there because I didn't <laughs> think that was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, it it was a uh, it was it was a movie. I watched it. I enjoyed it. Looking at it through the spectrum, would you recommend it? E- hmm. Yeah, I would recommend it because just just for that ending, it's worth it. Yeah, it's not too long. Doesn't overstay its welcome. Uh, as you know, I enjoyed it. Uh, it's a cult classic. Hopefully, they get that reboot cool if that's even a real word. I read that in an article. Don't don't say like I did that because I don't like it. But yeah, let us know what you think. Uh, we got a lot of requests for this, so we hope that people enjoyed this. Um, and yeah, this has been the Spooky Dookie Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Derek. Stay spooky. Stay dookie.